about to go down. It's your invisible Captain American. Captain American. It's about to go down, beautiful people. Today, the show is going to be inspirational. It's going to be transformational. We have an incredible human being here today. We're going to be interviewing. This person has generated millions and millions and millions of views on GoCast. This individual has an incredible story. This individual's story is so powerful. It has other individuals such as Jay Shetty with over 7 billion views sharing his story. Today, I'm telling you guys, get your pens, get your paper. We're going to have a great time here today. I have an honor to introduce somebody. He's a motivator, a former foster child. Michael Harris strives to inspire and uplift every voice who crosses his path. His message shows those who want to know that while life is full of challenges, it's in our challenges that provide us the greatest opportunities for growth and learning, he says. As a mentor, breakthrough coach, author, and friend, Michael Harris believes that we all are part of the ripple effect and that his duty is to use his story to create a ripple effect that will each round of the globe. To achieve this, Michael has embarked on a tour in 2020, speaking to the heart and giving hope to those who desperate to break through the various grass ceilings of their lives. His goal in life is to expose as many people as possible to this systematic approach that worked 100% of providing a template for him to follow, a template that has provided with a life that before I only dream about. Mr. Harris loves his creator, loves being creative, and he loves books, music, and all things of beauty. His favorite saying is, love me. Lauren currently has GoCast motivational video out that has earned well over 7 million views worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring someone here incredible. And I want to start this show by saying something. On July 4, 1962, a baby was found himself in the lost and found. Just because something finds its way to the lost and found, it doesn't mean it wants to be there. Just because something finds its way to the lost and found, it doesn't mean that the person who lost it doesn't care for that lost item. Just because something finds its way to the lost and found, it doesn't mean someone will ever come to claim it. I'm only one child, but in total, there was 22 mothers. Lost in the horrible foster care system, reaching millions of the wide. Ladies and gentlemen, with no father we do, I'm going to bring someone here. And I want you guys to imagine, which is going to be the first question that I'm going to bring to this individual. Imagine seeking for 22 years to find your mother number one. And finally, finding someone that may know that woman that could possibly be your mother. But she needed to call that woman first because she needed to ask that woman first if she could give her permission to give him the number to call. Because after all, not everyone wants to be found. The end. <laughs> the moment of truth. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Harris. What's up, family? <laughs> Carlos, Lord have mercy. First of all, 
You how you just gonna rename me? What you mean? Did I rename you? Didn't you say Lauren. You never said Lauren. You just said Michael. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's when I picked this up. <laughs> then, oh. then you put my age out there. That's oh. when I picked this up. Oh, <laughs> I am. I was like, those things will leave too many marks. Oh. You know, you, you, you Spanish people are well connected. So I was like, oh, what about this? Let me see. <laughs> I, I'm digging around. I was going, I'm not kidding you. I was looking everywhere. I got this. I got all kind of stuff for that ass. I'm just Carlos, dude, you be killing me. You be killing me. I'm glad to be here, though. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I brought some wine. I love you, my brother. I love you, man. You're such an inspiration to many. Man, what a story. Wow. You kill me. I have never heard anybody set that gold cast video up like that. I mean, you just, you had that little music going. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, did I wrote? Did I wrote? And that was word from word from you. I literally wanted to surprise you, it's and I so wanted funny. to surprise the guests, and I want to introduce you in a way that was different and take it to oh, our you, yeah. Hey, I got to <laughs> ring the bell of purpose. You you did that. <laughs> you did, and you made me break out my collected Lucy doll because you sound just like Ricky. So I figured I'll just put her in front of me tonight. Oh, Carlos. And then you can talk like Ricky, and people think they're watching I Love Lucy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because you were oh, like, Lord, look here. Lord, man, this is going to be such an anointed show, Lord. I'm telling you. And here's a question for you, my friend. Yeah. Because when somebody right now, if you feel lost in fear and anxiety, and sometimes it's because you're allowing other people to write your story. And when I, I always talk about this, man, when you're letting mm -hmm. others and other people's agendas and other people's opinion write your story, you are committing spiritual suicide. That's how you die before you ever get to live. See, God is still writing your story. There you go. Stop quitting, trying to steal the pen, baby. Come on, brother Carlos. No, Go but I'm Lord. glad you cleaned it up. So here's the question, man. Mm. What did it kept you going throughout those years? Like from like, man, so mother one, three weeks, she handles you to mother two, 11 years. Yeah. And she has no idea she was going to give you back. I was telling my wife she couldn't hear. It was so – and she couldn't. She was going to give you back to mother number one, but she fell in love with you. Yeah. And, and, and then she passed away, not knowing that you're going to go through a tremendous amount mm -hmm. of suffer, abuse, mental disturbance from mothers, you know, through the five years in foster care. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's all kind of roads into there. <laughs> mental disturbance. So, what I yeah, yeah, I know this, but that um, don't don't mean you get to tell I'm it getting, like that. I'm getting you prepped here. I'm getting you. You know, so what <laughs> kept you going? Because right now, a lot of people they feel lost. They need that little. Let me remind you of my props. <laughs> what I do. Don't tell me, brother. What did it kept you going, my friend? What it was in your mind like? I mean, that shit, it's like nobody can Easy. eat. It said the same thing we all have, whether we choose to tap into it or not. And that's unconditional love. If you don't have unconditional love, you're never going to be able to forgive. If you don't have unconditional love, you will never find that place in your world where you understand that there were never mistakes, only blessings and miracles that were in the process of becoming. If you don't have unconditional love, 
you will do, you will commit suicide in the on the installment plan like so many do because of self-sabotage, self-deprecating talk, and all the rest that takes us out of who we are and puts us into something else that we never could be, no matter how hard we tried. You know, the, the promise tells us that no weapon formed against us will prosper. But there's nothing in there, no codicil, no amendment, no disclaimer that says anything about weapons that we willfully create from our own fears and insecurities and then hand to those out there trying to stop us and say, here, use this on me. Yes. There's nothing about that. And yeah. So when you ask me, what was it? It's the same thing we all have. Somewhere within. Yes. Unconditional love. I love that, man. I love that answer. I always say, man, love is all there is, is all there was, and is all there will always ever mm -hmm. be. Man, that's so, so, so powerful. And, and Lauren. It's a giant heart. I'm telling you. <laughs> I like that giant heart. No, thank you, sir. I'm telling you, my friend, man. I always, I, I mean, you have such incredible uh, story, and I love all the things that you do to help the kids. Perfect. I mean, suicide is something that's big right now. I don't know if I told you, I'm releasing a movie next month about suicide. I'm an executive producer. Uh, the name of the movie is In Hero. If you guys want to see it later in the commercial, I'll put in the commercial on a two-minute break. And oh. But you do something incredible. And I want to talk about that right now, which is uh, uh, your baby, man. And I want to talk, I want to bring that here because it's so inspirational. And I wanted to know how, what it made you create the power of symposium? Because, man. You love leaving words out. The I'm power of reason. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no. I always leaving something out. Look, look. I was going to surprise you with, with the photos. <laughs> and then, know you, what? Know what? you know what? This is what I love the most. When I see this photo, every time that I watch that video, bro, I get the chills because once I was that person. Once mm -hmm. my boys who passed away, they were that person. When I see this photo here, man, I remind me my boys in Brazil, they are no longer here. And I see them with that shirt and they cutting through that shirt that somebody would judge us. Oh, you are a criminal. Oh, you are this. And when you yeah. cut through that shirt, you see an incredible men under a suit, dressed up, ready to impress, ready to yeah. show up, to blow up. And then you see all these beautiful kids that nobody would give them a chance. And you put something together so that they can come to a place that was sacred, that was holy, that somebody cared for them, that somebody showed up to blow up. Yeah. And that man was Mr. Lauren Michael Harris. So what inspired you to I gotta put all my names in? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I love that question because no one ever asked me that on air. I tell that story a lot privately. Mm. I'm gonna tell you because you asked me. Thank you, sir. Let me I'm tell you something you. about the yeah. truth. I'm never gonna apologize about the truth. Yes. Because the truth is the only thing in this universe that never changes. It's the only thing that's never gonna change on me. Mm. So I'm gonna tell you how that happened. I, my very first event, that was an event that I wasn't, I went to one event. Okay, let me set it up. The first 99 speeches I did in my first year in this business, I did, it was, I started in August and before December, by October, I was on my 99th speech. I got, I was getting hired seven to 10 times per week. That's what was happening. So much so through Thumbtack. I mean, I wrote a book about it, right? 
Was that right yeah. after the release of the GoCast video? The GoCast wasn't here for another year and a half. Oh, wow. GoCast wasn't around. GoCast didn't make this career. GoCast found this career. Yeah. I'm just keeping it real. GoCast made the video viral, but they didn't make this message viral. Mm. It's just a fact. They helped it later, but they didn't know. They did. They weren't there in the starting gate. Absolutely not. Wow. What happened was on my 99th speech, I got a call from Manny Lopez who asked me if I would come out to Cervex in San Diego and do my 100th speech on his stage. And I'd never been on a stage with other speakers ever. And um, I just started three months before, but I still was on my 99th speech. Well, I was not, actually, it was 97 when he called me. It was three weeks away. And he goes, oh, well, I, maybe we should put it in my February. Um, um, Cervex, so you can get the three. I said, February. I said, but look, I got dinner tomorrow night with number 98, um, dinner Friday night with number 99, and that'll make you number 100. When did I need to be there? He said, next Tuesday, next Wednesday. I said, well, I have dinner on Monday. Done. Sure enough, I was out there on Wednesday, waiting for Thursday so I could have speech number 100 on his safe. But then I, I, um, I met somebody out there who knew a bunch of um, 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 marketers. Nothing against marketers. Great people I met through that. Seth Green, Stephen Larson. They were all they were both on our stages in, in Las Vegas. We put together something called the Authority Maker Bootcamp. We took it to Las Vegas, but I'm going to tell you something. I saw some stuff within some people in this business. Same reason we didn't all see Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Jim and Tammy Faye Baker was sitting up there getting my own grandmama to send her last $10. And she was about ready to eat cat food, tender vittles, because she sent Jim and Tammy Faye Baker the last of her own grocery money. And they're sitting on $10,000 toilet suits. Hmm. I got there. I saw people doing what I thought I knew. Remember, I ain't even been out this on doing this for six months yet. And I saw people comparing pictures backstage, speakers, saying, oh, I don't mess with that person. They got no money. She broke as she want to be. Don't even waste your time. This and the other. And I was like, what the world? What in the world? Let me tell you what happened. When we left, my husband and I got on the plane at McCarran Airport in Las Vegas to leave, to come back to Chicago to O'Hare Airport. I put my headphones on. And I said to my husband, I said, I'm not coming out from underneath these headphones until we get to Chicago. If that's what it takes. He goes, what's going on? I said, I'm about to go inside. I'm going upstairs. I need to talk to the creator. I need one big old glass full of spiritual Listerine to get this funky ass taste out of my mouth. I knew right then and there, that is not how I want to roll. I'm serious. I couldn't believe it. I just, I don't, I don't care how other people do what they do, but it wasn't for me. I said, no. Mm -mm. And I'm going to tell you something. By the time those wheels came down and we landed on the tarmac in O'Hara Airport in Chicago, I took off my headphone. I turned to Brian and I said, honey, you gave me something. He told me it's going to be called the Power of We Symposium. Mm -hmm. And I went down to the Stan Mansion two days later in Logan Square. I put $6,000 down and took that date, October 16th, off the market. And the rest is history. That same Power of We Symposium got an award this time last year from the United Nations. The Jim Award, Global Empowerment Movement Award. Nobody could have made that happen. Same person who whispered, call it the power of we symposium. Same one that told me four years ago, sit down right here at this desk, go live on your phone. Didn't have a stand, didn't have a light, didn't have a green screen, nothing. 
He said, you got a robe and you got a coffee cup and you have a story. That story is going to be here when the coffee cup, the robe, your DNA and your. So why don't you let the story show you what can be. I opened up my phone. I called it bathroom moments. This time last year, just like the United Nations, or magazine said that this show, that show, was one of top board live streams to watch in this country. Yeah. I didn't make any of that happen. God did. Wow. And I'm just telling you like it is. I love that question because, you know, I don't want people to see. Lauren didn't come up with shit. I'm just keeping it real. I ain't came up with nothing. I love it. It came through me. I'm yeah. the train station. Yeah. It pulled in. The content got off. I let it go where it needed to go in the town that I'm living in. Yes. And what is greater than us always, always, always does the rest. Damn. Bottom line. I love it, man. I love it, man. You know, you, you're just phenomenal. Every time you and I, talk, right. I mean, you know, man, we, we produce videos. We do lots of events. I mean, you and I go way back and... I, I, it's funny. Whenever before I go on the stage or I'm starting my show, I always say, "Holy Spirit, please guide me." You know, I always ask for that guidance. Oh, yeah. to go on the show, and then like early, right before we came, I say, "Lord, I'm uploading some photos here because I wanted to surprise you because this photo him, I get the chills and I watch that video all the time, man. And then if you've seen their faces and they coming over and they walking there on the red carpet, yeah, and, you know, and all because." you saw the gap where in the rich schools and even the public schools in the nicer areas, they might have, an, a, they're exposed to speakers and to a public figure once or twice a year. And you say, no, you know what, screw that. Because in the hood, in the less uh, areas that people are not paying attention, they would never have to be exposed to those figures, to personal development, to getting a chance. And then you right. went in and you did it. And I love it because it's all about doing what others don't do can do and will not think of doing and that's why i wanted to honor you here and, and tell you about that so i just oh, I'm incredible i appreciate man. you and and i love You're your story, the, the bad road road moment yeah. see i got it right and then you did. I, I love it oh, what a great show and guys let's put you some contest he puts the, the, this robe and then he has his coffee i've been yeah. interviewed there i love it you even invited me to do it again it would be an honor and it's just incredible highly recommend and you guys watching his show and, and Lauren, where can they watch the show, the, the uh, Beth Road moments? What's the best place? Hopefully in Oprah's living room. Serious, but I'm kidding. I mean, if y'all know Oprah, go over there at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time and watch this thing on her big 90,000 screen inch screen. So anyway, um, no, you can watch it on Facebook on um Bathroom Moments TV show page, but or the E360 Television Network, E360TV.com, um, Roku, all the ones you see here, Amazon Fire, um, not yep. well, you know, YouTube, <laughs> uh, every place else. Uh, but the easiest way is to just go to Facebook, and then from there, once you get hooked, once you get hooked, DM me. Once you get hooked, 
you can DM me and we'll show you how to get up on that big old screen in your family room. <laughs> That's how we'll do that, right? He's <laughs> a character. I'm telling uh, you, we'll get hooked. He brings amazing guests on his show. I love his show. I mean, you know, I don't watch that many shows, but your show is a show that I love it. And, you know, I'm very selective. The people that I bring you on my show, they got to be a movement maker. You know me. I'm known as a movement maker that want to produce great content to help others. And speaking of producing amazing content and things to go viral, bro, you are amazing at that. And that is something that I'm constantly teaching others right now, focus on how can you make your message go viral. And you've you done it. You have incredible stories. Uh, I mean, you are walking proof. A lot mm -hmm. of people talk about it. You have the receipts to show. And I always tell people, you have one to three seconds to capture their attention. you got to focus on creating those hooks, creating your content, putting a strategy, mm. having the content mm. out there. Like you say, giving yourself that, that moment, that conversation with God. And now really think about, am I living my life on my terms? What I want mm. what I wanted to create? And here's the, I'm going to sit down for the next three hours and I'm going to put it together, a content strategy for the next 30 days. And I'm going to start challenging myself and challenge my own thinking. What is it going to be the one sentence that they're going to stop? That one image that I'm going to split yes. 1,000 times if I have to, that video, that title. You know what I mean? And you did something incredible. You wrote okay. it. And you got like millions and millions and millions of views. Or go yeah. You had amazing people such as, um, you know, I was looking over here like Jay Shetty. He has 7 billion views and he's sharing your stuff. So, uh, yeah. like, let's talk about that. What are some strategies that <laughs> you can teach somebody right now watching us that they are struggling to getting their stories out? They're struggling to creating good content. What are some strategies that you can teach, Lauren? Because you just are uh, uh, a massive Dang. wisdom, you know. Dang, so funny. Dude, do you know how many decades <laughs> I thought I sat and, and wished for somebody to, for the day when somebody would ask me that question in front of a lot of people. Yeah. I could go, well, you see, I took a look at the world and, you know, I said, Lauren, how can you be, boy, it didn't happen like that at all. I'm serious. It's so funny because to be honest with you, I didn't even know who Goldcast, I'm famous up in the Goldcast office. <laughs> I Seriously, because I blew them off for six straight weeks. I was working on my debut of the Power of We Symposium. I thought Goldcast was trying to sell me something. So they kept sending me emails like, we found your video. I never even opened them to read them. I was like, somebody else trying to sell some shit. I ain't got time. Every penny is going to these kids. And so... um. I was just ignoring them. I didn't know who they were. And because, um, you know, it's just like when I would go, once I went out to L.A. Uh, to Manny's thing and I started getting booked on other people's stages, you know, they always had a speaker dinner. And they were just sitting there, no, you know, they have you sitting next to Sharon Lecter tomorrow. I was like, who? Sharon who? You, I, and I know they were looking at me like, boy, quit playing. I did not know because I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't studying books on how to do this. I wasn't watching videos on, I didn't and like what you're saying. What's the, what did I do to, I didn't do anything, but live my story. And then I looked one day and I got tired of doing this, pulling my sleeves down, zipping up my stuff all the way to cover up 
as many of my scars as I thought I could. Because I looked at them like Hester Prynne did in the Nathaniel Hawthorne book that we're taught to read in high school. The Scarlet Letter. It wasn't about a scarlet letter. Mm -hmm. It was about letting my scars tell the story. Mm -hmm. Because I found that underneath every single one of the things that I had tried so hard to cover up all my life, once I really took a look at those scars, I saw proof, which is what I was looking for. Some people look for validation. I did too, but I wasn't looking for validation because I'd gotten it. It was right back there on People Magazine. When I was 26 years old. I brought something to this world the world's first apology service called Apology Accepted. It put me on every talk show, Oprah, everything. But it still didn't stop me from having a 14-year drug addiction three years later. Yeah. It still didn't stop the next six suicide attempts over the next 25 years. So it wasn't about that. That was my 15 minutes of fame preparing me for this season that I now live and find myself within. Let me tell you. It wasn't until I realized that underneath every one of my scars lies the heart of a story just waiting for me or you to give it permission to begin beating. Mm -hmm. And the only reason, only way you can do that is by speaking your own truths, wearing them proudly and sharing your truths with the world. Now, you know, just like when you go up to, you know, the stand in a courtroom, they say, raise your right hand, put your hand on the Bible. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me. So you have to really be careful of when you step over that threshold known as purpose and opportunity, because the only way you can deal with all that comes with it, all those things that you're talking about, how do you make this? I know there are people that sell click funnels and listen, I ain't bought none of that shit. Yeah. I'm just keeping it real. I didn't do any of that stuff, but I'm telling you, I believe in the Helen Keller method. It's not about what I see. It's about what I allow myself to feel. Mm. That's how I move. I step over the threshold of every opportunity now, knowing that I have never had a mistake in my life, a curse, like I thought for so many years. That night that I stood on that stage and told my story for the very first time, that night ended up becoming my gold cast video. Wow. I almost ran off that stage three times that night. Why? Because even then, because I had chosen for the first time in my life, because there's only two choices, the one we make and the one we don't. I had chosen never to go back to that dark side ever again. And somebody came to me and said, you know what? You're not going to get away that easy. A real person said that to me. I'm going to do something that will destroy you. You will never have seen it coming. And they will believe me way before they believe you. Two and a half years later, I woke up and saw my face on the front page of a newspaper saying wanted. Police hadn't come and asked me anything about this fictitious story I was being accused of. My back door was 120 yards from the back door of that same police station. Shared the same alley when we parked our cars. I worked out in their gym because six of them were my clients. And nobody said a word. I was looking at 45 years and none of it worked. That was the day I realized, you know, and this was all during getting out, during getting on that stage. I had that tether on my right leg waiting for my trial to begin. 
It had been going off all day. Call in, low battery. And I just knew it was going to squawk like that while I was reciting my story. I almost ran three times. Wow. I had whatever tries to stop us with sabotage and self doubt and all the things through life that keep us from achieving greatness. It brought in everything it had at its disposal that night. But the promise says that no weapon formed against me prosper. Never said anything about weapons that I create and willfully hand and say, here, use this on me. That night, it was nothing that I had brought to myself. I didn't bring this to my door. And I had to remember the promise in order to get through to the purpose. Wow. And, you know, Carlos, I'm just telling you, and I say that to everybody out there, the harder something tries to keep you down, Or something beats you over and over and over, 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 over. Let that serve as proof of how important your story is to this world. Today we are living in what I believe to be the greatest times known to mankind. Amen. This pandemic is what I consider the great equalizer. Yes. It's taking everybody from a mindset up above or below each other on that proverbial ladder of success that they teach us about, where you feel the hot breath of who wants your spot underneath you, and you're looking up to the asshole of somebody above you and wondering why I keep getting shit on. But they tell you, oh, stay on the ladder, put your best foot forward. How? There's a ladder blocking me. If I turn around and put my best foot forward, bloom, there I go. Ooh, he tried to kill himself again? wasn't until I turned that ladder from vertical to horizontal, put my feet flat on the ground where they could do some good. Now I can put my best foot forward. I stand with the ladder with me in the middle. To the right, it's just like the number line, everything positive. I want it to pull me and weigh me down. Mm-hmm. Anything on the left that's negative of the number line, I can see exactly what it is and just shake it out a little bit. It's gonna fall off. Everything that withers will fall off the vine. Wow. Purposeful doesn't give you withering fruit. It gives you plump and juicy fruit. And I ain't talking about the chewing gum. That's what it does. We are not in competition with each other, as they tell us on this ladder here, up and down, up and down. We are in competition with time. And the more we work with each other, for each other, celebrating and uplifting each other, sharing our stories with each other, my mistakes, which were never mistakes, can save you some of the same speed bumps. That's what they are. They're just blessings and miracles that are in the process of becoming. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I tell people, be encouraged. I, I don't have any big plan or I didn't hire some big company. You know, I didn't order somebody's $7,000 program. I hadn't even set foot into a room with a coach yet. When all of this that you just, you know, talking about with millions and millions of Jay Shetty and all, none of that had anything to do with other than me stepping over the threshold of an opportunity for once in my life, not believing in wall talk, which I'd heard all my life. Oh, get over it. You'll find a way around it. Somehow you'll be able to dig yourself out from underneath this. That's wall talk. I've never heard of an opportunity wall. 
wall of opportunity. I've heard of windows and doors of opportunity because why? The creator knows that if you can see through it, you can get through it. Mm. Mm. Damn. So everything I step over, every threshold of opportunity, the first thing I do so that I make sure that before I take step number two, I will be looking in the direction of the question mark. I used to be afraid of questions, but I didn't know. I know now at 58 years old that the question mark is proof that God is in it. And when I see the question mark, it means I don't think I know everything, ego trap. I already know that I am not in my comfort zone, so I'm gonna have to stretch, that's great. I am evolving. I'm seeking for the ER. If I'm nice, I can be nicer. If I'm smart, I want to be smarter. So outside of me and inside of the question mark lives the E and the R that makes everything good better. Mm. And so before I take that second step, I'm committed, I'm in, and I prove I'm in by doing one thing. Look at the opportunity from top to bottom, from bottom to top, side to side, side to side, corner to corner, corner to corner. Because now I have acknowledged the beginning and the end. First to the last, the omnipotent, everywhere, at every time, everything, only one. And so it makes it quite easy, in my opinion, to do the same thing that Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, yeah. Mother Teresa, Oprah Winfrey, anyone else in history, in history, Mozart, Kodak, Ford. Anyone that did something that is still with us today, thousands, some people, even millions of years later, yeah, they did the same thing we all have the opportunity to do because they all, just like us, have said, lived the same 24 hours. Hmm. They got down and they did whatever it was that they were tasked with. They did it on purpose. No matter how many times they got knocked down, because when you do it on purpose, you can get right back up. Mm -hmm. with even more purpose. Mm. See, I don't live an accidental life anymore. I did that for decades. I reinvented blame, Carlos. I blamed all of those abusers in the foster care system that thought they were stealing my innocence. They were teaching me patience to wait on my everything because one day your lies would be exposed. Because I told my God even then, I'd rather spend five minutes with my everything than a lifetime with Jesus. Mm. And so, you know, it's it's a wonderful thing. Wow. It's a wonderful thing when you see how important your message was to this world, is to this world, will wow. be to this world. You know. Mm -hmm. yes. Damn, I'm just like processing here. Hope you got you guys are man. This is an anointed. I'm so happy that you know, and wow, and, and just to something here, right? That that you touch a, a point where a lot of people out there they, they see it, they think in that once you make the millions and you have all the, the toys and all those things. But let mm -hmm. me tell you guys something. It, it's like I remember the first time, you know, I always wanted to get to a million dollars and then because I worked so hard to get there. And I thought I was going to be happy. And then I got there and you're like, oh. And then I was like, and then now I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the run again, trying to get to 10 million. And then, you know, doing everything that I can, like not living my life, right? Just 
taking every project that I can. And then you get there and you hit that mark and you see that number in the bank. And then you're like, oh, it's just another coma. And I still have my own insecurities. I still have my own self-doubt. I still have all this, this, those things that, that you know, I call like evil spirits that was tormented me on my childhood, you know? And then I would turn into alcohol and drugs. And I'm so happy that you brought that up, you know, as you're saying, like even after getting millions and millions and millions of people to, to see you, and you still went through the addictions and all that shit and the suicidal thoughts, which is yeah. right now, bro, it's my dear passion, passion to end this shit. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you guys a clip of we're going to be releasing this movie next month. Les Brown is involved. We have amazing people involved. And we're going to help. We're going to change the way how people look at suicide. Because what's happening right now is this. A lot of people when they talk suicide, it's like it's depression, or they think about the hotline. And we're gonna start creating movies in a way that is inspirational and motivational. So for the first time ever, who has never been shown before, I'm gonna show the trailer. It's a two-minute trailer. So we go for a two-minute commercial so we can grab a cup of water, and then I'll come back to ask my friend over here one last water. question because I know that he has to cook dinner for his husband. And yes. this is gonna be an amazing trailer. I want you guys to let me know, and I will tell you more about this movie mm -hmm. coming up in a month. We're gonna change the game. There you have it. Here we go. Gonna give you something, something personal. Double. Look at all the hell you've been raising. <laughs> what you do? Don't even think about coming over here. Keep it to yourself. You're the only one who knows. Stop looking at me that way. Yeah. You should have told someone. When I tell you I told you so, don't tell me I didn't tell you so. Why do you care what he thinks? What's the matter with you? Listen, bitch. What are you guys doing here? Oh, uh, don't worry. That's Barack Obama's cousin. All right, so we're going over there. <laughs> there you have it. That was good. Yes, my friend. This is a, a, a dream come true. I'm the executive producer of this movie called In Hero. Who is? Gonna... Huh? Who's the executive producer? I am the executive producer. Boy. 
Yes, my friend. And this is the first time I'm announcing this to the world. And what are we going to do? I'm going to, I created something really cool so that we can get every influencer that we know involved. Basically, they all can join the platform and rev shares. And then when the movie comes out next month, November 18, I believe, that's going to be the date, the 18 or the 19. I got to hear my notes somewhere. I think it's the 18. It's going to be the lunch. So everybody here that want to support us and they want to promote the movie, they can create a free account on RevShares and you guys can share it and you get 10% of the proceeds on all the people that you refer and your people, you also get 10% on your people. So it's a two-tier payout that will pay for the time for every single person to support this movement. We have Les Brown involved. I have a UFC fighter. I was in another show earlier and I was telling them, hey, I just got off the phone with uh, Mike Tyson and uh, Floyd Mayweather. But that was one problem. They were not on the other line. <laughs> I was leaving them a message on social media. Hey, I need you guys support because again, we want to make this thing go viral. So I'm hitting up everybody on social, all the influencers that we know. So this is going to be an amazing movement. So I love you guys to support us. And then I drop a link here in the comments. So tell us what's the premise. The premise is we're gonna we are going of the to movie. Of the movie, it's all about this. It's based on a real story. This young kid, he's a boxer, and he's going through suicidal. And now we, we are focusing on uh, going after the teenagers. The teens, is a lot of suicide among teenagers. Yeah. So what are we going to do? I teach this concept called uh, how can you hack into shareability? So the way how we're going to fight suicide and fight anger and fear and anxiety worldwide is by creating powerful movies in a way that it speaks to the kids and in a way where they want to share it. And then we're going to build a movement around where other people are involved, other boxers, other celebrities, everybody can help. They can be a billionaire, can be somebody in the hood, and it's going to benefit the entire planet because this shit has to stop. All the kids are home right now. They are being cooked up. They're not leaving. They're not playing sports. They are just, that's why this is just going to keep increasing unless we don't do something about it. So I decided to unite it full forces. And we use like independent uh, films and creators. We bring in actors from like low income areas and we give everyone a chance. Because as you know, in LA, Hollywood, you have to sell your soul to the devil. You have to go suck somebody off. Oh, no, 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 hold on. You don't have to do shit. No, and I know, I know, but you know the drill. You know what I mean? So you hear a lot of stories of actors. That's a choice. For real. That's a That's good a choice. Thing. That's a keep great it, Keep it real now. You ain't got to do that. Yep. Obviously, you don't have to do that. I didn't. As yep. far as I know, you didn't, did you? <laughs> For real, right? <laughs> a lot of people out there, you hear those stories, right? right. But I love that. That's a great point. And I just come up with this thing, Lauren, that I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. You know what I mean? And then we're going to use movies and we're going to create powerful content out there to help. And, now, and then we're going to put all there in rev shares. So we have a library that people can go get a free account and then they can share it from there and they can, can watch the movies there. And then we all benefit. Everybody can share this beautiful message. They can make some money that can use that towards their causes. And then it's a win-win. Well, that's people. true. The more money you have, the more people you can help. That's yeah. true. And my friend, I saved this question over here uh, for the last. And, mm. and this is something powerful that, uh, you know, also, you Let know, you know. Reminding <laughs> you. Forget. I know. I told you we we're going to stick within 30 minutes, but we are at 45 right now. This was such an anointing. No, that's okay. 
you know, when you were saying that, I was just like getting the chills over him. I felt the Holy Spirit here with us, oh. you know? And then here's something that you say, and this is uh, from your own words, not everyone have control, whether you belong or not. That call is completely up to you to make it. It's that moment when we break out the wall of self-judgment that you discover your greatest truth of all. Mm -hmm. That not everyone wish to remain lost. You got to go find yourself. That's right. And tell me something, my friend. We're going to fast forward 50 years. 50? No, let's do 70. Is your 70. Hold it. It's okay, your... hold on. Let me hit my mark. Hold it. <laughs> it's your eulogy. I'm there. I'm smoking a Cuban cigar, drinking some Scott, listening to ACDC, and somebody is going to read your eulogy. And they're going to say, mm. here's how Lauren Michael Harris lived. Mm. And Lauren Michael Harris was dot, dot, dot. What would you say, my friend, that's going to be written on those dots in that beautiful story of yours? All I can hope is red, red, seriously. And I'm just going to be blunt about it. I hope someone has the courage to look over the pages of my story in, in context and just look back at the audience and say, you know what? Yeah, he fucked up a lot. But yeah, he also cleaned up a lot. <laughs> because, you know, in order to get into the light, you have to go through the dark. Mm. I don't believe that there's ever, a, like I said, a, a curse or a mistake, a hiccup, maybe a speed bump or two. But truly, it all equates to what it always was and always will be. Our blessings, our miracles, our stories. In the process of becoming. Wow. Nobody who is a legend and, and people from thousands of years ago that we still learn about, when they were doing what they were doing that wrote the story that we're reading, they didn't know. Just like we don't. You just have to do it and believe in something more than your fingerprints and DNA. Trust me, if that's what you put everything in, that's what you base everything on. It's not going to end up well. Because when we all leave, which we will, because we're not in competition, like I said, with each other. We're all in competition with time. And it, as far as I know, no one's ever beaten time. And so those fingerprints and those that DNA, it's going to go the same place the rest of this vehicle goes. I think it's called ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mm -hmm. But we have proof through every legend that's ever lived. And leave something behind that lives through eternity. Mm. Your story, your scars cover the hearts of all your stories. Feel them back. Give those stories, give those hearts permission to begin beating. They'll keep on beating long after our hearts. That's a fact. Damn. 
ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. The myth, the man, the legend. This guy, man, is as real and as raw as it gets through walking wisdom, just incredible, my friend. I really pray that you live another 150 minutes. Oh, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> all these kids, my oh. friend, all these kids, my brother, they all need, man, they need, yeah. we need more, more Loris's yes. out there, man. This is just, it gives me the chill every time that I watch it and I see their faces. And yeah. I just wanna, God bless you, my friend. God bless Thank you. Thank you, and you as well. For being raw, for being real, for all that you do for this planet, you keeping on rocking. It was such an honor to have you here. Thank Love you. to have you again, and I'm looking forward to being on your show. And we definitely be in touch. You give it a big oh, hug, yeah. family, for me. And uh, so much love right now. Are you coming on my show? I don't come. I don't see you on the list. You, we, we talk about it, but I, I forgot to give you a date. So you and I will text each other <laughs> offline. Well, right now you're at Thursday the fifth and Friday the sixth of oh, November. Yeah. Okay. Well, give me give me a date right here in front of everybody. What's the All right, we're gonna do it here right now. This is it. This is good. That's what I'm talking about. See how you do that, y'all. You know. <laughs> so what day? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday the fifth or Friday the sixth. Let's do Friday the sixth. Okay, Carlos. Andy, what time? 8 a.m. Central 8 on Bathroom Moments TV show page on Facebook or the other 16 places you can find it. Just hit me up privately and I'll let you all know where those places are. <laughs> Carlos, I'm excited. Yes, I'm looking forward. Send me that invite, please. Um, eight. Oh, you'll get that the day before. Okay, awesome. I'm gonna put it here. So 8 a.m. Central. You guys heard it. Yep. We're gonna be at the Bat Robe Moments. Get Check me your headshot. You guys, you guys hear it, man. I'm just. I don't. I nothing else that I can say. Just what an anointed show. I'm always, you guys keep it on rocking. Like you guys know, we do the show for free. The way how you guys can support it is by liking, it's by sharing, it's by subscribing. And uh, just keep sharing text here today. They needed to hear this message. Yep. I and told go. you it's called subscribing. <laughs> Come on, Ricky. You go watch, you go watch this guy video on GoCast, man. You will cry. Oh. It's phenomenal. Oh, you, you know, my friend, you guys know it. Life is about the mission, not the commission. It's about the contribution, not the acquisition. And this guy over oh. here, he walks that talk because you Whoa. know the days that break you, my friends, are the days that make you. One more Hallelujah. time. Carlos Cicada Show. We see you guys. Friday at five. Oh, not Friday. Monday at five p.m. Uh oh. <laughs>